When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The proud creators of the first ever olfactory podcast wait wait don't smell me <laughs> no i don't want to nope <laughs> we've already signed on for a three season deal with the podcasting company of america oh god i'm mike johnson <laughs> i'm kyle getz we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today today we're I gonna forget. talk what are we talking about <laughs> i don't know let's just talk about life okay, mike okay. what's new uh what's new we're here in person together. Oh, yeah. Talking on microphones. Yeah. In the same yeah. room. As permitted by <laughs> King County. Uh, That's right. Phase, we moved from phase 1.5 to phase two. Yep. So. um, Getting back to normal one half of a phase at a time. <laughs> yep. As, there's no two and a half, is there? I fucking hope There not. might be. I hate that shit so much. Have I bitched about that too no. many times yet? No. You can't have a four-phase plan and say, here's like the medical, like the data <laughs> reasons to move from one to the other and then invent a 1.5 to make people happy because it makes me lose confidence in the whole fucking system then. Yeah. I mean, did you... Was there still any confidence? I'm I'm just... We're going to talk about gay baiting. We're going to talk about gay baiting. the topic uh, as requested... As requested. ...by Patreon member Tipsy McStumbles. That boy hot. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Why? What? That's okay you can't to say. say that. Why not? That's weird. <laughs> it. What if? What if there's some like like real hot dudes out there that like want to give us money because they know that they'll get attention when they do. <laughs> well, the, then all the uglies are going to feel bad <laughs> if we do like a Patreon episode for someone that's ugly, and you're like, he was very nice. Then they're going to be like, oh no. Well, when he's when his na- when he when he donated under the name Tipsy McStumbles, and we saw him on camera, I was like, that boy doesn't fall down much at all. Like, he- you don't you don't know. <laughs> um, gay baiting, gay baiting. But but first, but first, we have a correction. Okay, uh, that sort of. Okay. Okay, so a couple of people wrote in about the IAT, the Implicit Association Test, which we talked about Mm. in the Gay White Privilege episode, Mm -hmm. uh, that you can go to implicit.harvard.edu and have it check your implicit biases against things, specifically people of color, black people, is one of the options for the test to take. And uh, that test is not without controversy. Um, there are valid criticisms that's being studied all the time. There are lots of different publications out there and in papers that have been written about its validity or lack thereof. Um, and I just want to acknowledge that that's, that's real. Um, are you going to tell me the criticisms or is it, if you want to go into them, we can, is it interesting? Uh, well, it's interesting, but it's also lengthy. So Eh. I, I, I won't, I won't go into that. But yeah. um, I, I, I think a, a couple of things. So first, it's not like a slam dunk. The, mm. the It's totally horse shit and everyone agrees that it's horse shit and we're bad people for suggesting it because mm. that, that's not the case. It's just it's contested and is controversial. Mm. Um, and the, but the other the other thing is, I think that that the idea that there even could possibly be a test for this and 
it and having it encourage a person to ask themselves am i racist yeah. and then maybe take the test i think there's valid like there's utility in just that because yeah, everybody yeah. should ask themselves that every day yeah 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 i mean like and like we said the answer is yes <laughs> like you you are you exist within a racist system that, I mean, i'm white people like mm-hmm. us yeah mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. um equally important correction or clarification yeah spongebob has a butt he does have a butt that's true (laughs) we got several pictures in our facebook group of his butt yeah it's a little bit juicier than i thought for a sponge well and then like so his pants had like a swivelly door that opened up and then like the juicy cheeks were right behind it and i I was like like spongebob your pants don't fit then. <laughs> I, maybe that's the part where like maybe water has specifically soaked into that part and so it like inflated it oh is that how you get a bigger butt just sit but in the bathtub underwater we don't need to go into the physics of how spongebob <laughs> works because that's not interesting because it doesn't okay uh cool thanks for people that sent that in yep yep both yep. equally yep exactly uh news news time for the news news <laughs> It was only a matter of time. <laughs> it's so good to see you. This yeah, it's, is weird. It's fine seeing you. Okay, great. Um, no, it's it's good hanging out in person and getting to look at you not on a screen. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Dan, so Dan is off this week. Dan is off this week. But but he would be back. Yeah. Some people have said that they're worried about him and maybe rightly so. No. Yeah. He's, well, he's alive in a person. And, and he'll be back. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so... First of all, uh, I want to talk about the Republican Party's 2020 platform, yeah, which has been um, m- more or less finalized in in preparation for the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville, Florida, coming up. Where I think we said we're going to go and like wait in the bathroom stalls or something. Yeah, <laughs> just to see or like get on Grinder. Yeah, talk about glory holes. <laughs> Let's let's bring that. Although I would be so afraid of hooking up with Lindsey Graham on accident. Um, okay, so a couple of things. First of all, uh, they've made no changes, so it's exactly the same platform as 2016, which is hilarious because there are wide sections of the platform that set now criticize the current administration because it's not Obama anymore. <laughs> it says yeah. the current administration fucked this up. The current administration yeah. fucked that yeah. up. It's still in their platform. Yeah. Which I mean, they were excusing that because of corona that they weren't going to get together and change it but i also like that's the purpose of virtual i don't know whatever you expect republicans to figure old, out old how republicans to, <laughs> how to do anything online Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> what they're the same ones that are like how do you get the internet to open like i can't yeah yep um and it's important i think for us to talk about it is gayish and makes the news because that means that their platform continues to condemn obergefell versus hodges which legalized marriage equality across america it insists in their platform in the fucking written down this is what republicans stand for you can't fucking deny it Mm -hmm. quote five unelected lawyers robbed 320 million americans of their legitimate constitutional authority to define marriage as the union of one man and one woman the court twisted the meaning of the 14th amendment beyond recognition we do not accept the supreme court's redefinition of marriage and we urge its reversal whether through judicial reconsideration or a constitutional amendment returning control over marriage to the states 
I remember when I got twisted beyond recognition. <laughs> I miss it so much, Mike. <laughs> you never really recovered, though. Like, <laughs> Wait. You haven't been the same ever since. Ever since what? You got twisted beyond recognition. What are you talking? I'm talking about getting slammed real good. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Are you talking about one specific instance? That one time when you left and when you came back, you were like a changed man because you, you got railed so good. I don't remember this one specific. Me neither. I'm, invade, I'm inventing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> okay. I couldn't. I, I didn't know. Okay. Sorry. I wasn't playing along. Great. Yes. Yes. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. I think people are still surprised that that is written down in their platform. And that's why it's, there are lots of reasons that I would be, uh, disagree with the Republican platform, but it's kind of just the easy go-to of like, you don't agree that I deserve the right. You have written down that you don't think I am equal. Yep. Like I don't, you are directly by voting for any Republican, you are directly voting for a platform that doesn't think I'm equal. And you can justify that. There might be a lot of different reasons you say that you're voting for them, but you have to recognize at the same time you are voting for someone who doesn't think I should be able to get married. Yep. Can't get around it. Nope. I mean, and the other, yeah. One thing I see that I always chuckle at is the, um, just because you vote Republican doesn't mean you're anti-gay, but it means that being anti-gay isn't a deal breaker for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So you need to get right, Mm -hmm. right with that because that's indeed what that party stands for. Yep. Yep. Um, so speaking of the RNC, which is happening soon, uh, the log cabin Republicans, which is an organization of, that exists in a paradoxical world that I don't understand. <laughs> it's gay Republicans yes. are called log cabin Republicans. Uh, they have been uh, denied the right to have a booth at the convention. So again, again right? Don't again. they consistently get denied <laughs> again for the 20th year in a row? The state Republican executive committee has denied the LGBTQ group a booth at the state's upcoming Republican convention. Uh, did we talk? We talked about this with the Patreon like happy hour thing we did. Um, and I think, okay, I, I might have a little bit different viewpoint of that in that I understand the idea of working within a group that's homophobic to try to make it less homophobic. Mm. Um, and I think, I think back to Joseph Peters Matthews talking about like, yes, religion is uh, Christianity is homophobic. Also, he believes it and wants to and is working to change that. And, you know, so I, yeah, it, it, it sucks for them that, but they also, they should know because it's in the platform. Like, yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, great. Okay, cool. I don't feel bad for them, <laughs> but, but then I do. Like, I feel bad for them in that tragic way. Yeah. Like, uh, like in, when you feel bad for like closeted people that... Yeah you know stay in the closet and it's like it sucks because i get why it's society's pressure but yeah yep so a little bit of good news mm. uh so the for the longest time children born outside the country to married gay couples were not automatically considered us citizens even in the case of surrogacy Hmm. So, uh, basically, the I'll just read this. A federal judge ruled Wednesday that the U.S. State Department must recognize that the daughter of a same-sex couple in Maryland has been a U.S. citizen since her birth in Canada via a surrogate last year. So, uh, 
the Trump administration had said that the child was not because it was born out of wedlock. That the child was born out of wedlock because one of her married parents is not her biological parent. Uh, 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 oh, like the biological parents are not married. So it's got it. Correct. Um, so the fathers say their daughter is being denied the birthright citizenship she is entitled to as the child of American parents because her parents are a same-sex married couple. I take it if straight people's uh, child is born in um, Canada, they would be considered... Uh, U.S. citizen. If they are married to each other. Yeah. So like in 30 Rock, when they, <laughs> when when, when yes. Jack Donaghy's worried that his child's going to be born in Canada, it doesn't yeah. matter. You're still an American citizen oh. under those under those circumstances because mm-hmm. you're born to American parents. Yeah, yeah. got it. Anyway, th- uh, that's now been fixed. So the, the judge ruled that the child was indeed a U.S. citizen at birth, and uh, that closes a fairly significant loophole that's been a problem for gay married couples trying to do international surrogacy for a while that's great yeah cool Ta-da. Da, 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 da. um i think that's no okay I, <laughs> um i we also need we also need to talk about just briefly uh the the landmark decision that happened last week we had a happy hour and a bunch of people came on zoom to talk about it but i guess we haven't talked about it on the show yeah. so it's time to at least a little bit so uh, six to three, the Supreme Court ruled that you cannot be fired for being gay or trans nationwide starting immediately right now. Yeah. And it was a big surprise because it was a six to three decision. And the uh, opinion was written by Neil Gorsuch, who was a Trump appointee, the one that stole Merrick Garland's seat. And um, it's a it's a big, big deal. Some people say bigger than gay marriage. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, we've been bitching about being able to be fired in other states for being gay for a long time. We can't yeah. say it anymore, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, no. What, well, we can bitch about <laughs> how's Okay. Well, what was interesting about when we talked on the call, like there were people that were smart on the call. So I'm like, here's what I think. And people are like, I don't... Uh, the, the possibility is that then says title seven. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. I got that right. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I was preemptively thinking everyone because i'm sure they were excited um, mm-hmm. um i could hear the applause yes okay already so. <laughs> um that could then mean that when they talk about sex in the in title seven that now sex includes things like being trans being gay being bi all that good stuff so it's possible this could extend beyond just employment it, it sounds like that's not for sure like that's kind of the the question then does this extend beyond employment but there's still things like housing um there's one more thing that everyone brings up that i can't think of but um yeah there's 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 precedent for the definitions in title seven to affect things outside of title seven that's mm-hmm. happened before and so the thought is that maybe that will happen this time mm-hmm. also just because that it's happened before uh what's interesting so, so title seven uh it's the title it's title seven of the civil rights act of 1964 and it prohibits discrimination based on race, religion, national origin, and sex. And uh, the, the court ruled that sex includes sexual orientation. And it's really pretty cut and dry. Like Neil Gorsuch lays it out in the first page of the opinion. If I am Susan's manager and I find out she has a boyfriend and I do nothing. And I'm also David's manager and I find out that he has a boyfriend and I fire him. The only difference between Susan and David is their gender. That is gender discrimination. That is sex discrimination and therefore is illegal under the title. Hmm. It's pretty easy 
I think, to understand. Yeah, yeah though I think you've explained that to me even before this. You, you should be a Supreme Court something. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, um, uh, and, and I really liked that way of thinking about it because it made it very obvious. Didn't the dissenters mostly disagree on, like, not on the idea of it, but more, like, technical... So text or something textualists, which is a, another way of saying conservative when it comes to like Supreme Court stuff. They believe that you have to interpret the law based on what Congress understood the text to be when they wrote it. Mm. And their argument is Congress in 1964, when they wrote down the word sex, there's no way they were possibly thinking about homosexuals. Therefore, we can't retroactively put it in there now. Which they probably weren't. Like, that's true. Like, yes. Yeah. But there's there's precedent to say, I mean, the, the, the easy to understand argument that I just laid out means it is about sex. Mm. And uh, there's precedent that says there might be other explanations, but if this very basic explanation covers it, that's all you need. Oh, oh gotcha. And um, anyway, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, that was a surprise Pride Month, you know, we just needed something good. Honest to God, I thought it was going to be four to five the wrong way. And it ended up being six to three. Yeah, six to three. I Even I, I know way less than you and that I was like surprised by. Yeah, because like five, four splits are like every decision kind of, yeah. it feels like <laughs> yep. these days. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, last but not least, I want to continue the uh, queer black person from history Ooh, yeah. uh, segment for the month. And I want to talk about Willie Ninja. No. <laughs> <Do you, laughs> Bill Ninja? Yeah. Do you know? No, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I already love him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> William Roscoe Leak was born April 12th of 1961 and is better known as Willie Ninja. Uh, he was an American dancer and choreographer, best known for his appearance in the documentary film Paris is Burning. I have not seen that, and that seems like one of those staples that I need to see. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Maybe we'll watch it after this. Oh, that would uh, be smart. So uh, Ninja is a gay man, and he is known as the godfather of voguing. Mm. So it was a fixture of ball culture at Harlem's Drag Balls, and he took inspiration from sources as far flung as fred astaire the world of haute couture to develop a unique style of dance and movement and hey, then hey mike hmm? hey mike yeah hey kyle ball ball <laughs> balls okay, keep going. <laughs> um i mean basically he was a self-taught dancer uh perfected the voguing style because of his appearance in that documentary was sort of raised elevated to the level of being like the face of mm. of of voguing pre-madonna um not pre-madonna not, but yep. before madonna Pre- <laughs> madonna uh, i used to think that pre-madonna <laughs> was before madonna like i yeah that confused me but um let's see he the name Ninja came from the fact that he had founded the House of Ninja. Mm-hmm. Voguing is built around this idea of houses, and that's the house that he formed. Um, it's a combination of extended social family and dance troupe. Um, he, it, Particularly because you, a lot of people, especially at that time and still today, like get kicked out of their homes. So yeah. that's the idea of you know chosen family or your house or your you know your mother what is yeah. it called like he was the house mother that's house mother. that is the that is the term term thank you for putting yeah that word in my mouth that's not working right now um and then uh he 
passed away of AIDS-related complications at the age of 45 in on September 2nd, 2006. Oh, wow. Um, I, I wanna, we always, sorry, we always think about like the, the, or at least I should say, I think about the people that we lost to AIDS in the 80s and 90s, but also like th- that generation, we kept losing them throughout. Like that's yeah. such an influential, important person that we lost earlier than we would have in the 2000s. Yep due to AIDS. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I also, I want to put in here, uh, I mean, we just have to own it. Black people invented voguing. If you think it's Madonna's thing, she fucking stole it. Yeah. It's just another example of white people stealing pop culture shit from black people and not giving them any sort of credit or recognition for it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Whoa, okay. That's <laughs> Willie Ninja. I had no idea, and that's like one of those names. I'm trying to do better at learning uh, gay, queer, black people from history, and in general, like queer people from history, but that's an important one that I'm glad I know about. Yeah. Bayard Rustin is the other one that I was like, I'm going to remember, I need to remember mm. this name. That's um, MLK's. Yep. Super influential in MLK's, you know, policies, thoughts, beliefs. Uh, around this time of the civil rights movement and doesn't get a lot of credit. And yeah, we've talked about him before though, but I forget. So I like made it a point. I like had it on my computer. So every time I looked at it and I said his name over and over and over <laughs> so I could remember, cause that's such an important yeah. person. Okay. Um, yep. that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to thank Patreon members. Juan Cordero got to use my spanish accent accento espanol what juan juan cordero cordero yeah uh and derrick that's not a spanish name but i'm already in the accent so might as well uh q davis which i just wanted to be q when i saw that because that's just q yeah yeah oh yeah q Hmm. period okay davis but i'm just gonna call them q okay thank you q uh do you remember q bert do you remember that game or the cartoon i remember a cartoon great continue barely (laughs) in that i've heard that anyway uh alex claus the alex claus you can what alex what is the what is the clause what are what's allowed because you're alex yeah um and arthur just arthur guess what mike hey cow oh hey mike was it arthur the aardvark from that cartoon no, that's the Polari word of the oh. week. <laughs> I snuck it in a different place than usual. Oh, great. The word Arthur mm-hmm. means this is relevant to the topic. Mm-hmm. Barely. Uh, masturbate. Oh, neat. It's Arthur. Not Arthur. Like, is it a verb? Like, I'm yes. going to go Arthur right now? Intransitive verb. Wait, is that how V-I intransitive? Is that a thing? Intransitive? feels like you're on a bus i mean a transitive verb is a transit i don't know then yes it's a verb (laughs) i don't know why i tried to elaborate yes it's a verb to arthur i'm gonna arthur go arthur in the corner i've been arthuring so much in quarantine (laughs) right (laughs) i've seen all the porn (laughs) um uh thank you to all of our patreon members if you want a bonus a bonus episode and a bonus thing and shirts i don't know <laughs> why this is so great you can get high quality shit like this uh patreon.com slash gayish podcast yeah should we do the episode yeah sure let's, okay let's get to that okay okay <laughs> uh this is about gay baiting gay baiting can i start 
Sure. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Do you have Gata on bait? Ga- oh, God. Gata on bait gating? Nope. Gata on gay baiting. <laughs> gay ba- I think you did it. Oh, fuck. I'm just going to Arthur. Never Gate- mind. <laughs> wait till i leave um uh okay so i'm gonna tell you uh, both define gay baiting and no i i uh, vague data later but not right now um i'm gonna tell you both about gay baiting that definition and also other baiting just so we know what it's not oh so sure on okay urban dictionary okay i looked up all the all the different baitings that i could find this bit should get a name <laughs> and maybe a theme song i won't write Ooh, like, okay. <laughs> urban dictionary no that's that can just be the mike hasn't written a theme song theme song um no it needs to be something more interesting if you have an idea for what this is called let us know we won't we i don't know um gay baiting uh it is a straight person according to urban dictionary a straight person outwardly welcoming flirtatious behavior from homosexuals of the same gender oh gotcha okay that confused me at first because i'm thinking dudes because i that's how i do um yeah. uh flirtatious behavior from homosexuals of the same gender in order to receive validation and entertainment will often play the line of being flirtatious in return but once it becomes physical the gay baiter will retract and continually continually assert their heterosexuality mm. oh what mm. what yeah i mean like that's the that's the stereotype or the trope or whatever right the straight guy that loves to hang out at the gay bar and like loves it until he gets hit on and then he's like oh wait or 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 might be down to like get hit on enjoys that but then you try to make out with him and then he says no kyle i don't want that and then throws his drink in your face and you have to go home all wet and sad yeah i assume that's just that's the definition (laughs) probably (laughs) call me jeremy (laughs) if you change your mind um okay other baits great okay uh Bait. Bait. I, I didn't know this. This is like a pretty popular one. B-A-I-T or B-A-T-E? B-A-I-T. Okay. Uh, when something is made blatantly obvious. For example, it was so bait that you stole my phone. Never heard that, but lots of people voted for that. So. Okay. Cool. Okay. Teams. I mean, I was thinking like clickbait or like. Oh, yeah. No. No. Okay, great. <laughs> but I mean, yes, but that's another thing. Uh, baiting masturbating so, yeah or arthuring like, arthur yeah. arthurin arthurin <laughs> just i'm just arthurin oh that sounds like you're <laughs> you have joint pain <laughs> i'm arthurin i keep yeah. cracking my knuckles so i have arthurin um bro baiting okay jerking off with your bro oh my god <laughs> so many people seem to think that that's what happened in my fraternity and they just will and not. it did <laughs> don't say any more great it never did no never no never <laughs> not you to, can't say that definitively. not to my knowledge yeah because they knew you're gay i don't think so maybe they did i just want it so bad okay, okay. uh baiting call a male who thinks he's making progress with a girl he's trying to fuck oh is a he's trying to make a baiting call happen not a mating call so he's he's trying to trying to hook up with a girl and it's not a mating call. He's trying to uh, he thinks he's making progress, so it's a baiting call. Okay. Uh, there is this one won't won't come off as cool when you're because I'm saying it not writing it, but great bait mate, but like the with eights the are eights. eights. Yeah, so G R eight B eight and eight, um, and that's used like if someone's obviously trolling you or trying to say something to like. Oh, my favorite character is Jar Jar Binks. 
Um, Great bait, mate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? You seem to... No, but it makes sense. Yeah, you just rolled with it. Um, And lastly, raw bait, which is... better than it even sounds when you show someone only your raw dick to bait them but you're actually ugly and the only good thing about you is your penis (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) sometimes that's enough sometimes i see a dick and i'm like i don't need you to do anything else but have that dick yeah i want that how many times on scruff or grinder has there not even been a profile picture and then you've gotten a direct message from them, and it, the first thing is just their dick. Yep. Or, or okay, that's fine. I understand that. <laughs> uh, not really. Don't do that. Like, be a little or whatever. I mean, every once in a while, it's a real good dick. Well, so, uh, like, now they have those things like accepts NSF dubs pictures, and you can say yes mm-hmm, or no. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to. Um, what I'm confused about is when people send me their buttholes. No. As like the first picture, like I don't. <laughs> get to know me a little bit before you send me your dick i get uh, yeah <laughs> butthole like let's talk a little bit i mean number one rude number two <laughs> not the end i'm looking this for is, yes <laughs> oh, this is wrong on all the levels that it could be um the, okay so the, the last thing i'll say um i was lying when i said the last thing was the last thing um mm-hmm. is uh, gay baiting so the the thing we're talking about where it's your like like trying to attract homos um the more positive word for that um, is, I don't know how to say it, H-O-Y-A-Y, Hoye, um, w- which is short for homoeroticism. Yay. <laughs> Hoye. Um, it, that is when there is homoerotic subtext to a movie or TV show or whatever. Okay. So like they're... Like all of Teen Wolf. God, Teen Wolf was like... <laughs> oh, no, I didn't include it. It was almost one of my examples. Yeah. But... Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the there. A lot of it is the subtext, the homoeroticism in gay baiting as well. So that's the like the flip side of it's the same thing, but it's like cool, we like it. Hoye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are all the definitions I have. Great. Let's get to the fun stuff where shirtless guys sell us stuff. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Are you talking about that? Uh, so what? Let's yeah. talk about queer baiting. Yeah. Then, um. So in the Patreon segment, I just talked about gay baiting as a political thing back in the day. Uh, But usually in the modern context, when we say gay baiting or queer baiting, we're talking about the phenomenon of fiction and entertainment in which the creators hint at, but then do not actually depict same-sex romance or other LGBTQ representation. And it's, I mean, like the more colloquial definition also seems to be like, someone doing something specifically for the gays to get them interested in something. I mean, I guess like the subtext is kind of there, but I I just feel like there's a little bit of a different, like those definitions don't totally capture the idea of like doing something specifically for gays to try to get their interest. And yep. Yep. Well, and, and something, I mean, language is messy and, and it's not up to me or anybody to decide words what they mean i guess i can't say that i can't say that (laughs) i'm a prescriptivist sometimes i guess but uh, but uh, it's um i'm learning at least from what i was reading in preparation for this episode that queer baiting is not as broad as i thought it was that that queer baiting is specifically in media in entertainment either just hinting at or making jokes about a character's sexuality or even 
like uh, retconning their sexuality mm-hmm. a la that bitch that we can't say the name of anymore in Harry Potter yeah. saying saying that Dumbledore was gay yep. when there's no indication of Dumbledore being gay in the actual books. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're, you're, you're speaking to, like, I, I was doing this same, like, almost philosophical brainstorming of what does it mean and and you're right that like i didn't realize how it was more narrow than than i had thought in my head but like i don't know if this is what you're gonna get to this is not necessarily exactly a segment that i had but like just a hot dude just being hot yeah is not necessarily gay baiting right so it is pink washing and pink washing is a term uh, I don't know about that. It is used to describe a variety of marketing and political strategies aimed at promoting products, countries, people, or entities through an appeal to gay friendliness in order to be perceived as progressive, modern, and tolerant. Uh, the phrase was originally coined in 1992. Okay, so let's. I'll go into that in just a second. Okay. So pinkwashing is what I call gay baiting pretty regularly, right? It's mm. it's the Nick Jonas in a Calvin Klein ad. I wrote <laughs> I wrote down like what is gay baiting is the general concept of Nick Jonas gay baiting like and, <laughs> because I just started listing examples and I was like oh no it's not just one thing it's, and is it bad that I don't care <laughs> well that's the thing like yeah there's the Calvin Klein ad there's the like super sexy thing where he works out and in, in scream queens mm-hmm. like he, he yeah he is like and what I realized is I don't think he is but well, and it also sort of implies that it's corporate, right? Like, mm. I, I think I think it's possible for an artist to pinkwash some of their material. Um, but this is more, it feels more targeted or nefarious, right? It's, it's uh, I want to sell more underwear, so I'm going to put Nick Jonas on the packaging that's not necessarily nick jonas nick jonas's fault yeah right it's but it's it's ck is doing that calvin klein yeah not louis right um uh 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 i don't think i totally understand the difference between gay baiting and pink washing then is is pink washing purely like corporate stuff to sell shit so gay baiting is inside of the art right tv shows like rumors that they're going to have a gay character mm-hmm. like that's that's in that zone pink washing is anything but especially advertising arguably what we bitch about now in the community when it comes to pride is mm. we're bitching about pink washing we're saying bank of america don't fucking pretend you give a good goddamn about gay people <laughs> when the only thing you do is show up with a rainbow float during june yeah i think about the um and I don't know their actual beliefs, but uh, uh, what's the vodka? Absolute, who yeah. puts the rainbow on their thing, on their bottles during Pride. And it's like, well, I don't, do you actually support this? Or is it just, we have rainbows, so people are more likely to. I, it reminds me of actually uh, related to kind of black protests and Black Lives Matter. Someone saying like, some of us like, thank you for your infographic or your, you know, post about Black Lives in the Matter. Now, please show me a picture of your executive board, yep. <laughs> which I like that idea of like, uh, yeah, it, it's very easy to pinkwash and not actually have the court. This is like, it, 
I think it's important to remember that companies' goals, a for-profit company's goal is to maximize long-term shareholder value. That is the first day in finance. Like I thought I was hard before. Now I'm really erect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. You love long-term <laughs> corporate. Like so That is the goal of any for-profit company. Yeah. And you may say, oh, well, you know, Tom's had a good you know, mission of trying to give away a shoot. Like if it is for profit, the goal is make money and any, any other goals are secondary. So yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, and then I'll end this segment. We can move on Pinkwashing, The term pinkwashing originated from a non-gay context. I just assume Hmm. pink. Oh, pink. That's a gay color. That's why they call it pinkwashing or it's the pink triangle. Oh yeah. Is it women? Breast cancer. So the phrase was originally coined in 1992 by Breast Cancer Action, which is an organization, and they were identifying companies that claimed to support breast cancer while actually profiting from their illness. Fuck. Um, Like what? uh, So, Breast Cancer Action. Yeah. It's a great question. Mammogram machine makers? Yeah. No, I mean... Well, it, and it turned into something larger than that in that in 2002, they launched the Think Before You Pink campaign um, because there was this period of time where the pink ribbon became so iconic that companies were literally doing nothing but putting a pink ribbon on their packaging. Sorry, I can't. I can only think about a like abstinence <laughs> campaign saying Think, think Before You Pink. pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, that, that's the idea. Or of, the like, gay version, Think Before You Stink. <laughs> 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 but uh it, their their think before you pink campaign it was to encourage consumers to ask critical questions before buying pink ribbon products and and holds corporations accountable for pink washing but then that that maybe because of the color association it, it seems likely to me that that's why it got uh, attached to the similar marketing concept for gay people yeah. of l- looking nominally like you support the movement without actually doing anything but putting out a rainbow logo or yeah, whatever yeah this is actually i'm i'm wow i'm thinking like maybe because it's pride month and i'm thinking a lot about um corporate involvement in pride mm-hmm. and kind of going back to the roots i think i mean i've seen a lot of people posting about going back to the roots of pride and it's a protest and you know how do companies and police fit in and a lot of people say they don't but the, my part of my disillusionment of corporate kind of i i was in the past fiscally conservative mm-hmm. and that's based on the economic theory that uh, uh, perfect information that's part of that economic theory that it, it, it's a, this assumption in a vacuum that people have perfect information and will make their decisions with all the information and that's mm-hmm. just not true and this is one of those things where I it s- also presumes that people will act in their own best interests that's <laughs> there it yeah, does yeah but, yeah yeah which is not the case Hey, Trump supporters. Um, <laughs> hey, log cabin Republicans. <laughs> What's up? You um, could have a booth at my place if you want. Oh, uh, I would. Sorry. Okay. No. Um, the idea of perfect information, like what the reason I thought of that is because like throwing a pride flag, throwing a pink ribbon on things that gives like the idea that they support that cause and then people don't go, I don't go and research the full details. I don't have perfect information. I yeah. have that surface level thing that they're presenting to me. Yeah. And in the past, I'm, I'm trying to be better at not making that assumption that it's true. But, you know, a lot of people will assume that's the case. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know I do. Yeah. It's easy sometimes to just say, oh, rainbow, it's yeah. great, and then go there or yeah. <laughs> buy that. Yeah. Or Yeah. I mean, like, and there's, there's also the part where it's like having a rainbow vodka is, rep- that's putting a rainbow vodka in a store that people see. So there's like a little bit good with that, but, you know, so it's a little bit messy, but. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I forgot. One last term uh, to, 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 to throw in here is uh, liberal homophobia. And Ooh. the idea is that from a capitalism standpoint, liberal homophobia is the reason that we have to be careful in the marketplace in how we market things. And uh, liberal homophobia is the acceptance of homosexuality as long as it remains hidden. Mm. The person that says I'm down with gay people as long as I don't have to see them kissing. Yeah, that's you can do whatever you want in the privacy of your home kind of implies don't hold hands in public or whatever. Correct. So um, that feels very turfy, um, which I don't like that word, but like it feels like, oh, well, I'm a feminist. So that feels very liberal. But yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I don't know. I'm on the fence about maybe this is my fiscal conservatism coming through. I'm on the fence about whether that justifies it or not. Like Target changing their logo to be a rainbow and no more in order to like that's going to please liberal homophobes huh. <laughs> like liberal homophobia right because they get to say oh rainbow it's pride yeah, yeah i love gay people yeah. but they don't have to actually see it or confront it or internalize it or understand it yeah yeah i mean uh, yeah like putting out a statement about black lives matter that's very easy to put out your press release or your whatever and you're like yeah we're down yeah and then that's all you do or i mean the the joke is always like during this month (laughs) during pride month happy pride mike happy pride Kyle. i don't think we well we said that earlier this month but um yeah i i i just realized like especially during the segment we both talked a lot about capitalism and corporations and at first i was like oh these things are just happen to remind me of that but yeah that is inherent in the discussion about gay baiting is 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 making money like what's coming like what's what's happening behind the scenes and a lot of it the root of it is trying to make money off of it and that's or trying to get attention or promotion or publicity or whatever but that's the kind of behind the scenes what's happening and and why are they doing that and and capitalism kind of relies on how they're presented yeah for sure i want to talk about kind of going along with what we're doing, trying to figure out the difference between Mm. like what is just (laughs) like a hot dude and what is actual gay baiting. Mm -hmm. I wrote down a list of things that I thought are not gay baiting and things that I think are gay. Are we going to fight? Probably. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is a list of things that I thought were not gay baiting. Okay. And I tried to include a variety just because I think, um, you know, different types. So, I mean, so I did write down the general concept of Nick Jonas, which we've talked about now. So yummy. I, okay. I, well, I went, what's to, he up to these days though? I haven't seen him in a while. Jonas. come back. I mean, the, me. the, 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 the Jonas brothers released an album not too long ago. Really? It was, um, was it a year ago now? It's, I, it's amazing that I find him so fucking hot despite his music. <laughs> love his music you don't like the joe bros like I, music i liked i liked a couple of songs off of that one album that had um you liked uh close 
Yes, and with Tavlo. Yeah, with Tavlo, which I'm realizing now that was like she was carrying that song. Um, <laughs> do you like Tavlo? Have I made you like her? Do you? I I do. Okay, I do. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a super fan, and I, I she's in that space of like I always really like her, and then I'm like. I ask somebody, who is this? And then they make judgy guys at me and they say, it's Tavlo. And then, <laughs> Am I that person every time? <laughs> not every time. <laughs> 90% is not every time. Uh, she is bisexual, I think, maybe? Mm, mm-hmm. She's some kind of queer, for sure. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. She's so good. Um. Okay. So the first one I put on the list of not gay baiting is I've been listening to the Selena Gomez album rare, which, uh, number one on the billboard charts when it came out. Um, Mm -hmm. there's probably medium rare by now, but (laughs) (laughs) you're kind of funny. This episode, (laughs) you should do this on every episode. (laughs) Are you trying this time? Um, okay. So she has, I mean, a lot of their songs, gays like her um in general but she has a song fun uh where she talks about like i'm not that into you but you look like fun like that kind of and that feels very gay to me like listening to that song it's beyond just hey this is a britney spears album or a kesha album that's already madonna album that's kind of gay already it feels very like I want to have sexual fun with you. Mm. Wow, I made that. I made hooking up sound the least exciting as possible. <laughs> I'd like to have sexual. <laughs> I, would, I would like to have intercourse with I you, I would like sir. to enjoy sexual <laughs> relations with your penis. Um, even that would get me off right now. Anything, anything. Um, if you've been waiting to shoot your shot. <laughs> oh, God, right in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> if I was so lucky. The sweetest thing in porn. <laughs> <laughs> when a guy gets a facial and then the the guy that is giving the facial like wipes the cum Aww. out of his eye it's like that's so romantic <laughs> it's just so sweet Aww. okay selena Gomez. Okay, <laughs> um uh, anyway that song feels so specific and targeted to gay people or a gay experience but it's a song about hooking up it is mm. not she doesn't talk about being gay She's not even hinting at being gay. It's just relatable to gay people. So this is where I'm trying to like figure out the line of it. So that yeah. I don't think is gay baiting. Great. Um, when Britney and Madonna kissed, do you remember this? Their performance? This yes. is like in the nineties or whatever. So gratuitous. It, I don't think it was the nineties. I think it was 2000. Oh, probably. I don't think Britney Spears was a thing until later. Um, that was in that time when they were MTV in particular was pushing hard the idea that Madonna was passing the torch to Britney yep. that she was going to be the next Madonna because Madonna ordained it so and that moment uh, they talked about like her okay but the thing that they didn't show <laughs> I was straight then and I was paying attention because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's two chicks and mm, that was hot right, um, yeah. um, uh, what people don't know or don't realize is that uh, Madonna actually kissed Christina Aguilera but they cut away after the Britney Madonna kiss to Justin Timberlake to get his reaction. Mm. So people actually don't realize there was there were two lesbian kisses. Interesting. I guess it wasn't lesbian if they're not lesbians. But anyway, yeah, okay. I, so I'm saying that's I don't think that's gay bait. I think that is you, gratuitous is what you called it. Uh, uh, you know, I think that could be shock value trying to get media riled up whatever but i don't think that's gay baiting interesting okay do you disagree 
Uh, we're approaching the line. I, mm-hmm. I don't know where that line is. Uh, and um, the thing I don't understand, I guess, is if not gay baiting, then why? Right? Like, if... Mm, let me go to the next example. Okay, great. Um, uh, this, I thought, was like the epitome, like the benchmark for gay porn, like gay for pay. Okay. To me, that is not gay baiting. And before I would have said maybe or yes, I don't think it's gay baiting because they are in a gay porn and they know that porn is for you to look at and jerk off to. And some of them are even out about, I am not gay and I'm doing this and we're like cool I'm gonna jerk off to you anyway like to me that is there's no malintent there is no like they are just I'm a hot dude and we want to see it like there's no lie or deceit or or even if they're pretending to be gay they're not they never said I'm definitely gay everybody watch me be gay and do gay stuff on this porn later like to me that's a good example of something people think is gay baiting and I don't think it is interesting Okay. I think I disagree with that one. Okay. Tell me. Talk to me. From that person's perspective, they are thinking, there are gays in the world. I want their money. I'm going to expose myself and do gay shit so that they give me that money. And that feels problematic. Oh, I didn't expect you to say problematic. Tell me more. The ethics of that seem very questionable to me. Like, why? Because they're not gay. But they're what just... does it matter? They're like, they're they're not. It's almost like acting. Like, you're not actually the character. Like, just because you're not actually a Law and Order SVU detective doesn't mean Mariska Hargitay like needs to. Uh, you know, like that's true. But we need queer actors to play queer roles, Kyle. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I never extended that to gay porn. Actually, now that I think about it. I I don't I just don't think it is because there's no intent to deceive and we don't care like it's the like also oh stepbrother why why are you touching my dick like we don't think that's real we don't think that like one of them is British like they're <laughs> you're, you're not stepbrothers I don't believe you you know like but we go along with it so I just yeah. Yeah, only one of you is circumcised. What parents do that? Yeah, yeah. They like the first time they were like, whoops, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> or they were like, let's just see. Let's just see what happens. I don't know if this is on your list or not, but how about the opposite? What about I've seen multiple porns where clearly gay actors, and I know that they're gay because I follow them on social media and they yeah. talk about their boyfriend all the time, playing straight in a porn. Is that gay Playing baiting? straight in. Do you watch him like do it in her? In her... No, no, no. Oh. A gay actor oh, pretending to be straight oh, oh. in a gay porn. I'm so straight. I've never done anything before. Like that to me, that's the same thing. It's the that's like, not gay baiting. No. Okay. Just asking. That's. I don't. Yeah, I was like very offended by that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's back off from my gay porn stars. Okay. So maybe the flip side will also help in this discussion. Okay. What I think. Yeah. Let's flip flop. Let's. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, first one, Finn and Poe in Star Wars. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that's the 
ex post facto kind of gay baiting. Yes. Right? Like, there was nothing explicitly gay about those characters in that movie. The actors said we played it gay, which I actually kind of find offensive now watching the movie because it's like if you if you were trying you failed (laughs) and 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 then but to throw that out there to try to get gay people to watch this mega blockbuster movie is horseshit exactly yes yes 100 percent. like yeah and and i think that's like so that's even on the extreme side to me having a actual gay character but having a two-dimensional gay character also feels like gay baiting to me yeah having a there are some examples I feel like I disagreed with, like just because you have a gay character in a show does not make it gay baiting. Hmm. And ju- but what about tokenization? And that's what I mean. I, I think in the same vein of like uh, uh, two dimensional characters, like you- I, I think it's automatically gay baiting. Having a gay character, having a two dimensional. gay. Oh, character. Oh, yes. Yes. If you just throw in, hey, this is Dave. He's gay. And then that's it. Yep. Yep. He's there to say, oh, girl. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think some things that I read said that, like, just making a character gay for no reason and not having, like, that's something I like. And I I don't think that's gay baiting. I want more characters that just happen to be gay. And that doesn't have anything to do with their storyline. Okay. Like, why, why does the default need to be you're straight until proven gay? Like, I want characters to be randomly gay and not have a coming out storyline and not have I fought with my dad storyline and not have an HIV storyline. Like, they're just a gay spy. Okay. I think that they need to do something other than just wear the label gay, though. Oh, I don't. Right. Why, why, why do you think that? Um... It's just weird because I really like and appreciate and want that representation. And that's just interesting. It's so different from you. Maybe because it just feels like halfway or something like, like straight people literally have everything, every relationship, every romance, every on-screen kiss, blah, blah, blah. And there are exceptions. I'm saying every in the like hyperbolic sense. And like, if you're just going to take a flat character and make them gay or a complex character and make them gay, but not see their gayness. Why not take that extra step and make their sexuality actually part of the character and not just a moniker. But see, I, uh, you're saying like straight people have everything like straight people also have straight characters that don't go around doing straight things. That's that it's true. just straight because they're straight. That's and true. again, because that's the default. So why do they get, why do they get the default? Why can't some of them be gay? That's true. I buy that. Did I convince you? Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> that's the most <laughs> I'm going to get out of you, which I'm very happy about. Okay. These are two more definitive examples I saw written about and I think are, are good kind of. Please say James Franco. Please say James Franco. No. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Man, I don't care what he does. He can gay bait me so yeah. hard. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want his brother. Dave Franco? Yeah. Have you seen the um, video, uh, Go Fuck Yourself? Yes. Oh, my God. So great. I've, like, then backed up and then, like, uh, and then backed up and then backed up. It worked for me. Okay. The uh, one is The 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 100. Have you heard of that show on the CW? 
Um, I had never heard of this. It's about the um, the the Greek warriors, right? Yep, yep. It's like after a third of them <laughs> survived. Um, no, it's it's a CW show. I don't really know what it's about. Um, a so Lexa was a lesbian character. They touted themselves as being a very LGBT inclusive, you know, progressive TV show. Particularly because of her, they talked about the showrunners and everyone posted about talked about her being in the finale of this one season mm-hmm. turns out she was not in the finale she got killed off oh go back in time this spoilers <laughs> <laughs> whoops um she was killed off <laughs> if, if somebody having cw show the hundred uh, <laughs> ruined for them if that's gonna ruin their day i don't care <laughs> <laughs> Your your problems are you're you're lucky to okay um you're an unsalvageable human (laughs) burn um she was killed off mid season she was killed right and it gets worse like that alone would have been like what they knew like the time that they were talking about on social media and promoting that she was in the finale they knew she wasn't they already filmed the thing where she was killed off Mm -hmm. that alone would have been a good example much less she was killed right after having sex with a woman mm-hmm. so like there's that kill your gaze idea or the the like lesbians don't survive but, like particularly after they they use the phrase consummate which that's felt gross but yeah, um, isn't that uh, like a kind of soup <laughs> <laughs> i love it when it's chunky <laughs> um uh and it wasn't even her standing up for someone or it wasn't part of the storyline like there was just a random bullet that caught her and she died. So it was like, didn't even weird. Um, so why do that? Why do that? Yeah. Um, so that was a, a, a weird one that then like fans didn't like. And, and uh, to me that shows the intent behind it is really important because the intent behind, like they were pushing and promoting their LGBT friendliness and either lied i forget if it was lied or or just misconstrued or whatever the the ending mm-hmm. to get people to stick around and watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that feels like what gay baiting you know a perfect example of that yeah um another example is again in a show i've never watched uh rizzoli and isles have you seen it mm. have you heard of it mm. oh i've at least heard of it oh, um what network i don't even you know i don't to care. The, um channel <laughs> four i don't know i don't i have no idea <laughs> um <laughs> There was a BuzzFeed article by Sarah Carlin that said it's the gayest non-gay show on television. Okay. Which James Barr, you should sue them for non-gay. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was like this must-watch lesbian show with no actual lesbians because the two had this weird kind of subtext of lesbianism that w- that never actually appeared on screen. And what kind of put the, the nail in the vagina is um, on TV Guide whoever plays Rizzoli, I don't know either of them, said that, quote, sometimes we'll do a take for that demo. I'll brush by her, the her co-stars, I'll brush by her blouse or maybe linger for a moment. As long as we're not being accused of being homophobic, which is not in any way true and completely infuriating, I'm okay with it. So mm-hmm. the idea of intentionally, this is almost the, the foe, foe and pin, nope, Finn and Poe, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. uh, but like a more extreme of like I'm intentionally doing things on the screen to try to make us look more lesbian when we're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
that that to me is a classic example of gay baiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll those buy are, that. Those are my examples. I think they're good ones. Thank you. I looked them up on the internet. We covered a lot of ground that uh, I was sort of maybe going to talk about. And oh. That's okay. So I'll just boil this down. <laughs> we have to talk about I Kissed a Girl. Mm-hmm. Gay baiting or no? No. No. In fact, <laughs> on my list of no's, I was realized I was talking a lot and still did. But that was on my list of no's. Okay. Defend your answer. Okay. <laughs> Because here, I'll, 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 the prosecution will go first. <laughs> uh, uh, she's not by. She wrote this song just to be salacious. Uh, she is using queer sexuality to sell records. The prosecution rests. <laughs> <laughs> the prosecution's so tired it rests. Um, I think. I, I'm, I'm talking about Katy Perry's song I Kissed a Girl too. I don't know if we said that at all. <laughs> um uh Catherine Perry. Um she Catherine. I don't, that's not um I worry that I'm well, I'm gonna i I'll say this. Um like there is the kind of performative aspect of female sexuality that has been studied and confirmed of it is a thing that women do. Greater fluidity. Sure. Yep. And actually, the the data. I'm not going to go into all this. It's actually a thing that happens more often in men than we um, yeah. kind of realize. But there is like an aspect of female sexuality that can include things like making out with someone, yeah. even if you're not bi. So partly, it's like speaks to that concept that I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. Like. You know, if you make out with a, another girl, but you're in a relationship, was that cheating or was it fun and fine? Like, so I think she, I think that song spoke to that concept, which at the time was probably newer or, or less discussed. Also, I don't think this is for me, the similar thing of like actors. Like, I think you can be a character in your songs. I think you, you don't have to be you don't have to actually represent what your song is. Your song can be about a character that you're playing and a situation that's not real. And so she doesn't have to be by to sing about having a boyfriend and kissing a girl. That's interesting. The defense takes a nap. So when asked about her own sexuality, Perry told Santa Barbara magazine, quote, I like to kiss boys, but there is no doubt in my mind. If Angelina Jolie or Gazelle Bunchen came a call in who wouldn't pucker up. Perry told the new gay another publication that she had never actually kissed a girl and is heterosexual. She is quoted as saying, quote, yeah, it's fantasy. It's a song about curiosity. Yeah. However, in a separate interview in 2010, Perry stated to a female interviewer that she has kissed several girls. Oh. Perry later admitted to Vanity Fair in early of May 2011 that the reason she did not discuss it honestly at first was because a couple of sleazy male journalists made her uncomfortable. Quote, so I said no, I hadn't experienced it, even though I had, because I didn't like where the guys were taking the interviews. Hmm. Um, have I talked very much about how much I fucking hate Katy Perry? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I just... Now is your... Ch the floor is yours. For the same reason that I hate Taylor Swift, like, I just, I'm not buying any of it. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think it's just 
cold, calculated, packaged shittiness, yeah. and I, it really—I don't know. Yeah. I'm not—I'm not buying it. Yeah, uh, I was going to say something. I was going to be real smart. Okay. In a February of 2018 online glamour article, Perry expressed the following about the song: "Quote: We've really changed conversationally in the past ten years." We've come a long way. Bisexuality wasn't as talked about back then or any type of fluidity. If I had to write that song again, I probably would make an edit on it. Lyrically, it has a couple of stereotypes in it. Your mind changes so much in 10 years and you grow so much. What's true for you can evolve. Okay. What I just realized that I'm very intelligent for thinking of is that part of this, part of the difficulty in this is a lot of it comes down to intent. Mm. which you can't always see. I think some of the examples I gave were like, we specifically lied about a thing. Like, so clearly in the intent mm-hmm. was to deceive. So I think the, I guess a girl could go one of two ways, just like bisexuals. Um, it could <laughs> like, it could be a, an exploration of curiosity and female sexuality. And if that was an authentic, did she really write that song? That's this is part of the packaging that I don't believe she writes her own songs, but whatever. This is one of those situations where there's four songwriters and two producers uh, on the credits. Okay. So no, she did not. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but if whoever wrote the song is actually exploring that concept, that's very different than someone who intentionally, specifically writes a song to pander to gay audiences to sell records, yeah. and and it's hard to know, and it. And maybe it's actually a little bit of both. So does that make it? Yeah. So maybe I like in that middle ground where I don't know for sure I'm defaulting to no, it's not until proven gay baiting, which may not be, I guess I like have a high, like a high bar for what is considered gay baiting. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that. Do you have more? Okay. Well, since I mentioned it, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. We don't have to talk about it, but, um, there is a study uh, by Derek, do, nope, Dr. Eric, who I'm not going to call Eric, Derek um, Anderson, uh, who usually re- researched sports and masculinity, who who asked, someone asked about if he knew about uh, gay chicken. Mm-hmm. We're like, dudes get closer and closer and closer to kissing. And then like whoever. Oh, I thought gay chicken was you put a hand on their knee and then you move up towards their dick. They're mostly that's a thing, but I mostly I've seen it in terms of making out. You lean your heads closer and closer together until like, um, mine involves heads too. (laughs) There was something like in the UK, they had to stop playing it because everyone would just kiss. Like there was no, like (laughs) anyway, but he did a study of 104, 45 students and 89% said they were happy to kiss a man on the lips in friendship. And Okay. And 40% said they had engaged in sustained kissing for either shock value or for a laugh. God bless America. And God bless straight dudes kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's the last thing I wanted to throw out there. Okay. Did we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Tipsy books. Well, (laughs) let us know if we did it. Yeah. You paid for this shit. Yeah. (laughs) I hope we did it. Whatever. Make out with me. (laughs) (laughs) Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And Arthur. (laughs) This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. (laughs) We're back. You did that so coyly. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) 
Uh, we're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, but first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our social media, which we're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Your mom. We're on your mom. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> what is it? Something in the pink? Two in the pink and one in no. the pink. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what did we just say before? Avoid the pink? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Think before you pink. Think before <laughs> Okay, uh, at Gayish Podcast, and we have like a Facebook group, which is cool, and we have a Discord, which is cool. Yeah, and so check those out too. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is five eight five five Gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Standard rate supply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail dot com. Our physical address is PO Box one nine eight eight two, Seattle, Washington nine eight one zero nine. Let's get physical physical also while you're talking about discord mm-hmm. um y- you can get access via our discord or our facebook group uh but we actually have so many gamers with a y <laughs> that we now have a dedicated minecraft with server. a y <laughs> yeah <laughs> bitch we have <laughs> We have a dedicated Minecraft server and a dedicated Terraria server. Wow, I didn't. I knew about World of Warcraft. I didn't know those other things. Yep, and and then we play World of Warcraft as a guild on Wednesday nights, and it uh, it made me realize, like, in case people need that extra incentive, because I'm awesome, you should know. <laughs> uh, you can voice chat with me on Discord because we play, like, we talk, we bullshit while yeah. we're playing. And uh, can are there enough spots in your? yeah guild that people anyone can For, i don't know how it works well we're gonna have to fix that oh yeah we we at some point <laughs> i'm gonna play and we're gonna like video my first world of warcraft you're gonna love it but i don't mm. know i remember when i it was in like high school i played halo for the first time and i just fell off whatever plane we or starship we were on <laughs> and then i was like i'm that's it <laughs> anyway Done. uh Oh, no. Like you have I, something else. I, uh, yeah, I, I do have a couple of other things. Uh, the four R's rate, review, rubscribe, and recommend. Oh, yeah. You it, told me right before this that we got a shitty review. We got a shitty review. So, if you so like we us, need at least three more to can- <laughs> cancel it out. Are we still at a 4.5? I don't know. Don't. It doesn't. And the last thing uh, for scheduling. So, in just a couple of days after this airs, we are doing a live stream on Saturday, June 27th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can catch that on Facebook Live if you want the video feed uh, via our Facebook page, or you can get the audio on pride48.com because this weekend is Pride 48 live streaming weekend, uh, gayish as well as many, many, I think 29 uh, shows will be uh, scheduled that whole weekend. Um, So if you want to hear other queer podcasters and other great shows, uh, this is the weekend to do it. Again, pride48.com. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we've done this. Uh, this will be the third year that we've done this. So, we, yep. um, yeah, it's it's really cool to have like just back to back so many, you know, queer podcasts, and they have their own discussion group that everyone logs in and talks about things. And yeah, so check that. Which out. is also on Discord. They've moved to Discord for their chat functions. So, uh, Discord's the place to be. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Let's do our gays and straightest. Okay. Cool. I went first last time. Oh, me. Okay. So my straightest is my shopping list. I, I think uh, my 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 food shopping list, grocery list. I'm just gonna read you the first. Oh few. god! Okay. <laughs> Sour cream, steak, ham, pizza, spaghetti, butter. <laughs> uh, the 
those are the top things on my list. Ham. Ham. <laughs> like that just, to me, all those things do not feel like, uh, like so many carbs, so many meat. Like that just. I'm proud of you. Thank you. The fact that you have a shopping list at all. I know, right? It's not like frozen pizza. F- another frozen pizza. <laughs> um, my gayest. I'm so excited about this one. Mm-hmm. My gayest is, I saw a dude, uh, like getting buzzed into my building, mm-hmm. you know, called in on the call box. And Did got you want to buzz in. him? Eh. Okay. Um, but I just, in my mind, I was like, it was like 2 a.m., which is usually when I take my dog for his like last out outing of the night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're here for a hookup. And, <laughs> but I didn't know. So like, you know, he got buzzed in and then I walked in, like I, I waited. Then I went in behind him. Uh, we both were on the elevator together and I was like, here. and then I kind of like, I think I was like sly about it. Like saw on his phone, mm-hmm. the grinder, like you could tell he was not sure which floor to push. Yep. Yep. I could, I ended up seeing him up being a grinder and I just wanted to be like, have fun. Like, yeah. I hope, you know, I just wanted to be like, I support you. Like, do you, I, I get it and go do it. Yep. But like, obviously I didn't cause that's weird, but just the, the, the fact that I knew yeah. <laughs> that this was a grinder hookup. I, that's yeah. my gayest. Yeah. All of the pieces are pu- are coming together. Yep. yep exactly. It's very clear what's happening. Yep. Yeah. Remember sure. when we were just recently on that Patreon call and someone's grinder notification went off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I yeah. love that so much. Apparently that turned into an actual day. Shut the fuck They're up. dating. Like dating? Yeah. Wow. Good work. If you're a Patreon <laughs> member, you're guaranteed to get a date. <laughs> cool. Uh the straightest thing about me this week is just talking to my fraternity brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh I had, I had a conference call this week to meet a bunch of new staff that just started. And I it like because I'm a I'm a district governor, so I have like power. i yeah. And so there's there's new guys that are coming on staff or that are just starting to work in my district and we had a conference call to talk and I just I heard it <laughs> I heard myself being just so straight and do you have an example of how you talked oh god um no okay no <laughs> I can't I don't think I can you can't bust it out it just happens you're... accidentally you yeah. know accidentally accidentally it happens accidentally but then the gayest thing about me this week is talking to my fraternity brothers um (laughs) i i we have a gay fraternity brother group on facebook it's like a thousand of us and um hey sigeps yep hey sigeps every friday during quarantine we've had a happy hour and it's just the cattiest bitchiest (laughs) gayest stuff like uh i i heard one of our one of our brothers that comes to the the happy hour was telling us about how he and this dude were trying to set some kind of record and he got railed 28 times in four days wow yeah and then we like there was a round of applause (laughs) (laughs) good for him yeah yeah anyway i haven't railed myself 28 (laughs) times true story um do you have a listeners i do uh this week's listeners gayest and straightest is from uh Urk from Germany. He said if I can't say that it's Chris from Germany. <laughs> well uh his gayest is painting my nails black with holographic glitter on top. Cute. His straightest is my husband and I bought the same sweater. We're becoming an old straight couple. <laughs> like the the accidental twinning for yeah. of straight couples. Yeah. yeah. And there's something about like matching sweater shopping that just says Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. 
I was going to say, give me your gay card, but we're not, we don't say no, that. No, we don't say that. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, thank you to Tipsy McStumbles for being hot and suggesting this episode. <laughs> thank you to the general concept of Nick Jonas. Yes. He's third on my list. Oh, shut up. I got there. Okay. And, and and thank you to Arthur, whoever he is. <laughs> I've been getting very familiar with him. Uh, so that's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Why? I don't know. We're gay. Oh, and baiting a lot. <laughs> <laughs>